This is the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, I've said it like five times, so I could just say it another five times. The Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Okay, Max Crosby here. What is your goal? I truly want to be a Hall of Fame player. That's my goal um, overall. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter, plus your phone calls, poll results, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Still wearing my uh, um, my plane clothes, and by that I mean P-L-A-N-E clothes, fresh back from uh, my flight to Indianapolis. <laughs> I did put this uh, this sport coat on over my um, I think it's the my most- hoodie. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I'm roasting in this thing right now. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, freezing in here. You got a sweatshirt with, yeah, it's got to be hot. Oh, it's yeah. cold but it's all good. Airplane. It's all good. It's all good, guys. It's all good. All I'm right. glad to be here. Brockman, okay. Del Tufo, uh, TJ Jefferson, <laughs> and you are where you are, fresh back from the combine. Oh. Uh, Ian Rappaport will join us here on this program in 20 minutes' time. It was his report on Friday night that Roger's going back and forth and that the fourth is the Broncos and always has been the Broncos certainly set uh, off uh, a lot of conversation that's playing out right now behind the scenes. What is going on with Rodgers and his decision? And that is expected to come down potentially today, tomorrow. Franchise tags being handed out tomorrow. They're going to have to put a, a franchise tag. They'll slap it on Devontae Adams because he does not want it. <laughs> he either wants out or he wants a long-term deal. And you should be able to figure out the math if you're Brian Gutekunst, in his opinion. Gutekunst. So um, either they're all going to be back and happy or uh, we'll get an answer to just how many generationally talented Green Bay Packers can be angry at the general manager at once. <laughs> Let us count. <laughs> in consecutive years. So um, that's all uh, in play right now. A um, couple things I want to hit here because Ian's going to join us in 18 minutes' time. Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback, will join us in hour number three. I uh, want to hit um, on this these two topics here. Uh, the Combine, a player that did not help himself, um, even though a lot of people thought that he he did the way he that he ran. We'll get to that in a second. Um the impending free agency one week from today the negotiating window will open up and you could start talking and here we go quarterback carousel is spinning will rogers be available i think he's staying and if he's going it's denver and if he's going then obviously green bay they're going to see what they've got in jordan love even though the whispers I heard in Indianapolis is that they've decided he's not really the guy. But if Rodgers is gone, they'll just stick with him. I don't think that their, their decision will affect the quarterback carousel all that much. Uh, for Green Bay, it might cause some other frenzies to happen. To maybe, if Rodgers is going, maybe someone raises their hand and makes a late move or something like that. But the rest of the quarterback carousel... Pete Carroll took to the podium right next to Mike McDaniel as Mike was sticking the triple Lindy of the Rich Eisen Show cliche uh, challenge. Pete Carroll was saying they have no intention of trading Russell Wilson. And a report came out during the combine that the Washington Commanders is going YOLO with everybody. They're calling everybody up and they're making huge offers to see just in case somebody might bite. And they apparently made one for the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. 
two years left on his contract. You've got a coach that is now the most tenured coach in the NFC. And I know Pete Carroll doesn't like hearing his age mentioned, but the man's a 70-year-old man. What, is he going to start from scratch right now? Really? Yeah, let's trade Russell Wilson for picks and let's rebuild in the toughest division in football where the defending Super Bowl champs reside. And so do the 49ers and Cardinals. And that's the other thing, too, is I don't think Kyler Murray's going anywhere either. I think they'll figure that thing out. I think Kyler's just breaking stuff right now, and I don't blame him. If he wants to get paid right now, that's the way to do it. He hasn't said the words, I want out. The coach who he apparently likes a lot and with whom he shares an agent just got re-signed all the way through to 2027. What a big deal that is for Cliff Kingsbury. So I don't think he's going anywhere. The two people I've been told to look out for is Carson Wentz. Where's he going? Because it sure doesn't seem like Indianapolis wants him anymore. I mean, Chris Ballard is, I mean, he's got truth serum just coming out of his pores. He's clearly not happy with the guy. And Daniel Jeremiah and I had Frank Reich in between us on live TV yesterday during the fourth day of the combine. And I asked him, what's the evaluation process? And he said that they're looking at everything. I mean, you heard the kind of the coach speak in a way. And I'm like, well, you've already had him. You know him more than anybody else. Like, what, what does that mean in terms of your evaluation? Does that mean you're, you're looking at other people outside? And he gave me this look on live TV like, like okay, that's an interesting follow-up question. <laughs> All right. And he said that when they made the trade last year, they thought it was the right move. And you heard that language. It's like, oh. At the time, you thought it was a right move, meaning... And of course, they don't want to do Carson Wentz that way, but it's clear that they're looking in another, another direction. And a rumor that I heard is you can look maybe to Las Vegas. Is Derek Carr going to get re-signed? They're talking to Max Crosby right now. If that guy doesn't get re-signed, you trade him? What does McDaniels Ooh. really think of him? Huh. And that may be far off. I'm just telling you everything I'm hearing. I'm just because I'm not like a, technically an information person per sources Her. stuff that gets in my ear gate. Hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe they go Derek Carr. Maybe the Washington commanders do that because they are all in on changing their quarterback situation. They want a veteran. They want to do it. Or they want somebody who's had starting experience, which leads me to get ready for it. Because this person is going to hit the jackpot and have a ton of money thrown at him. And I'm telling everyone, I'm warning y'all, when it happens, you'll be like, oh, I heard that. This guy's going to hit it big when the window opens up next week, and his name is Mitchell Trubisky. Wow. He is going to hit it. Somebody is going to give him... A big old contract. Like a three, like a three in front per Why? year? No, come on. No way. Um I he there's a this is a free agency period. Yeah, I mean uh, and, no. and I don't know if it's phony money or real money or what have you. I don't have contract terms, but somebody's gonna throw a ton of money at him. Oh baby. Because you're already hearing the the you're already hearing it's Snaggy's fault. You're hearing well, you know what, he didn't have guys around him. He didn't have a system. He didn't have this. He didn't have that. 
I can fix them. I can do it. We can figure it out. Good dude, also, like, good person, good soul, leader of teams or whatever. He's drafted second overall. It's not like he's just a piker off the street. He has some talent. Got that chip on his shoulder, too. Look at everybody else who got drafted. Everybody slags on Mitchell Trubisky. I'll take him. I'll coach that guy up. It's happening. It's going to happen. I would be totally stunned if he does not wind up with a free agency deal that would make every single person in the sound of my voice, and that includes people in this room, going, really? (laughs) Really? Yeah, you're right. It's probably going to happen. It's coming. Young. Not a lot of tread on the tires. Let's talk it out. Like, who? Washington. If they don't get a trade with one of these Carolina, other guys, potentially. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that could use a quarterback. Pittsburgh. Could you imagine? He's mobile. He is mobile. He's mobile. He, he can mobile. move. Don't He's forget, big. man, that guy arm. can pick up yards. Yeah. There were times where he was really, really tough to stop. Get ready. Someone's going to pay him. I don't know who. I just gave you ideas. Oh, man. Gave you ideas. Wow. Is Carolina just going to eat the 20 mil or not for Sam Darnold this year? Um, Maybe. Maybe. It's kind of tough to see him as the week one. The guy. word on the street of Carolina is come hell or high water at sixth overall, they're taking, a, they're taking an offensive lineman. But who knows? The season has begun, hasn't it? It's so great. I'm giving you that one for your mind's eye. It's great. I love it. You know what? And I'll save I'll save the uh, the combine player that I think didn't help himself for later on. Let's take some phone calls here. Sideline Mike in Atlanta. How you been, sir? Let's take your call, gentlemen. Mike. How's everybody? Rich, rich boy, you was putting it down at the combine, especially when my dogs went back to Indianapolis and won the combine championship. Unbelievable. They were unbelievable. Yes, they were unbelievable. Yes, they were unbelievable, yes, and all three levels of their defense showed up just like yes, they sir. did in the SEC yes, and and the and yes, the sir. and the playoffs. Unbelievable. And we should have and we should have won in seventeen, but that's another story for another day. Now I got three points, gentlemen. I've been a North Carolina Tar Heel fan since nineteen seventy seven. You all remember a guy by the name of Walter Davis, the yes. Greyhound. You remember him? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you talk about laughing my flat ass off Saturday night, baby. <laughs> All of them dukies sitting up in there. See, Coach K, I got a fraternity brother. I got a line brother. That means a guy pledged with me that has coached in Cameron Indoor Stadium. And let me tell you, gentlemen, your kids can't sit behind the bench with Coach K. Can't sit behind the bench. If you think Kevin Garnett comes, you need to listen to Coach K, brother. Can't have your kids over there. Okay? <laughs> everybody that knows about that eight-mile stretch knew. Everybody was saying, this is one of them games that Carolina ended up winning, and they did. Unbelievable. Carolina is the softest 25-5, and five, can't handle ball pressure, unranked team to come in there and piss on that parade buddy the other night. I was glad. I don't care if they don't win another game. It doesn't matter what happened. They will take that L into perpetuity. <laughs> and I got one more thing before I get out of here, gentlemen. Let me tell you one thing you can take to the bank. 
and how did everybody tell Dufo, everybody, how how's everybody doing? The Atlanta Falcons will not draft one Georgia Bulldog. You can mark that down. And Brian Dayball is going to sign Mr. Trubisky. Watch. Just watch. Oh, no. He'll be a giant. Have a good one. Thank you. Now, obviously, he's making a Bills connection there. Right. But Daniel Jones is absolutely their guy. Unless the injury that caused him to miss the rest of the season last year that they expect him to come back from is actually more serious than we think. But, uh, you know, clearly John Mara has said that that we didn't do him right. Right. He deserves a shot. And I think Brian Dayball did not get hired by, you know, Joe Shane, the general manager, because together they thought there was a Trubisky gambit to be played in New York City. (laughs) I don't see that one. I don't. I do see Trubisky in the division, though. Potentially going to... Is that a... uh, By the way, this is a... This might be a a fantasy name or a a band name, right? But is that... um, Oh, shoot. Now See, now I'm tired. Who's the quarterback last year for the Washington... Joe Heineke. Heineke. My gosh, how did I forget that? Is that a Heineke upgrade? Mm. It is. Trubisky's a Heineke upgrade. Is he? Yes, he is. We haven't seen Mitch play in a I'm while. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Heineke's got guts. Plays with Moxie. Trubisky's about to hit it. If Atlanta doesn't choose a Bulldog, that would be kind of crazy. They're yeah. so good. They were all so very good. They were terrific. All of them. Every last one of them. Damn it. <laughs> Michigan finally makes it. And Alabama is not even the best team in the uh, playoffs. And that was a, that was a meat grinder. Um, James Cook, too. He looked good. Yeah. It's Dalvin's brother. Yes, indeed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, still to come on this program, um, more of my stories from the combine. I got again uh, a player that has did, I, I don't think helped himself, and he's a top ten. Uh, he's on everybody's mock draft, and um, I will uh, take the phone call next of Ian Rappaport. Oh baby, ready to go? Let's do it. Because literally one week from today, the free agency frenzy begins, cool. and I'll be hosting that on NFL Network. It's gonna be a frenzy. That's coming up next <laughs> right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about some uh, blade putters, sir. And not just any blade putter, we're talking about the new Tri-Hot 5K from Odyssey because they came along and built a blade unlike any other. It's been engineered using multi-material construction to dramatically increase forgiveness, something called MOI. And at 5,000 MOI, that's where the 5K comes in in the Tri-Hot 5K, it's the kind of forgiveness you'd expect from a mallet now delivered in a blade. Tri-Hot 5K comes in classic blade shapes as well as more oversized models like the double wide and the triple wide. And each one comes with the legendary white hot insert. Yep, it's the most popular insert ever and it is back with its original feel, sound, and performance. With the Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K, the days of sacrificing performance to play a blade are over because it's truly a blade unlike any other. See the Tri-Hot 5K lineup at odysseygolf.com. Back with Ian Rappaport, next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial this man's phone is no doubt burning up, so I greatly appreciate him joining me on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right here the day after the scouting combine, one week before the negotiating window, don't call it tampering window, opens up my colleague from the NFL Media Group, Ian Rappaport. How are you, Ian? Uh, I'm good, Rich. Long time no see. I know. <laughs> Saw you last night after dinner and dessert, right. and, and everyone's like, let's go to the yeah. bar for some more, and I'm like, I've got to do a show. Like, I got to fly in. I, literally, I made it here just in time, spoiling Brockman's party. He was ready to actually uh, start the show. You want to do that? Yeah, I, uh, I also went to my room without having a beer. That's actually not true. I had a beer, but um, it was a lovely night. It was a lovely it was week. Great. I enjoyed hanging out. And, uh, yeah, let's get back to work. All right, let's do it. Where do things stand right now at the Packers, as you and I were talking, Ian? Uh, they are awaiting Aaron Rodgers' decision. And I know Rodgers is being criticized in some places about taking a long time. Uh, On the other hand, I get it, because it is a very, very interesting and complicated decision for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it's, it's does he go back to the Green Bay Packers? Does he ask the team to work out a trade with him for somewhere? And I believe that somewhere uh, seems the most likely somewhere would be the Denver Broncos, which is you know, honestly, the same sort of place it has been for some time. Um, and then, you know, if you're Rodgers, some of this is going to be, you know, if he is going to stay with the Packers, he wants them to be able to run it back and bring all the guys back. And that's one reason why he stayed three or four extra days um, with Matt LaFleur after the season to do some long-term and short-term planning. Um, but it all kind of wraps up into one, and it is, um, a very complicated situation for the Packers. Well, so uh, we can guess who the guys are he wants to run it back with, right? I mean, we're... we're... Yeah, I mean, one of them is the best receiver in football. <laughs> um, 
Right, and there's a franchise yeah. tag day tomorrow. Um, so right. that is that is something that I guess it's all happening at once in Green Bay right now. I mean, hopefully, um, you know, he doesn't have to tell the Packers anything. I mean, he has to eventually, but he doesn't have to uh, tell them anything by tomorrow. The thought was that he would do it by tomorrow, though, so they know what they need to do with Devontae Adams. The other side of things are like, it sort of doesn't matter because, you know, presumably they're going to tag him anyway, Adams I'm talking about, right? because he is the best receiver in football. And if you're a team, you'd prefer to have a great receiver on your team than to play for another team. So, you know, it's not like he actually needs to let them know. It's just that's when everyone thought there would be a decision. So as someone who would prefer to know what Aaron Rodgers is doing, I also would like him to make a decision, but he has not asked me for my input. I understand that. Now, we, we, we say here on this show, Ian, that uh, in the parlance of our business, a franchise tag is either applied or slapped on a player based on the way the player receives that franchise tag. That would be a slap. Right. That would be a slap for, uh, for Devontae Adams, right? Uh, that would be a slap. I think that's fair to say. And consider the history here. Uh, you know, they were talking about a long-term deal um, during last offseason, really through, I think it was through the start of training camp, right? Because I had a report that I think was around late July. Um, I, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, it was sometime during training camp where Devontae Adams angrily cut off talks with the Packers and has not actually resumed long-term contract extension talks yet. Uh, he would like a long-term deal. He wants to be the highest-paid receiver in the NFL, as he should, given his talent level. But the problem is the DeAndre Hopkins deal is a weird one. Remember, it was a short-term extension, but it was $27 million in new money per year, and it has, in a way, become like a a stumbling block for receivers because if you want to be the highest-paid, you've got to eclipse that. But that number is so high that it's made it a really complicated deal to do, and they haven't gotten anywhere as far as doing it. Hmm. Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show. So having been in uh, Indianapolis and, you know, and the number of people that whisper in my ear that I talk to um, must be dwarfed by the number of people that you do, what is the sense of Arizona and Kyler Murray right now and how that might play out? Well, I think most people think it's going to be okay. I mean, there is a deal that they could do, and I think Kyler Murray, I was reading this in uh, somewhere, I think it was Albert Breer said today that Kyler would like a deal by the draft. Uh, And I understand that, but, like, I kind of think, I feel like if you're Kyler Murray, you'd rather wait until as long as possible as you get up to the season because maybe there's another quarterback deal that gets done somewhere. Maybe Lamar gets done. Who knows? But anyway, sounds like he wants it before the draft, and they can do a deal. Um, it's hard to do those deals sort of at gunpoint, um, but I guess you know the the numbers are pretty clearly defined, right? You have Dak at forty, you have Patrick Mahomes at forty five, you have Josh Allen at forty three. You can find a deal somewhere in there. So like, if he really wants one, like he is their guy, so they can do a deal. So my guess is. It's going to be okay, um, but the amount of saber rattling from Eric Burkhart was certainly noticed and mentioned by several people in Indianapolis. Well, I mean, Rogers is going to reset it unless he's considered just a totally different cat 
um, because of who he is and back-to-back MVPs. Right. But so yeah, what, I mean, what are you hearing? Because will reset it. Well, what's he going to get? And, and what do you think? I mean, you know, my guess is it would be you know, he'll be the highest paid, no doubt about it. You know, could it get to fifty? I think it could. Um, that would be very high, but you know, he is Aaron Rodgers. So, and I think if you're going to have a player who is the, you know. First fifty, really true. First fifty million dollar quarterback like Aaron Rodgers would be a pretty good one to do it. He's very good. Um, it's you know it also sort of depends on if you look at the Patrick Mahomes deal. Remember it was a ten year deal, but it's basically broken up into two pieces. There's the part of the deal where he makes forty million, then there's the part of the deal where he makes fifty million. The last five years he averages fifty million, so theoretically that's the part that Rodgers would want to break. So my guess is he ends up at fifty and change to do a new deal, and, you know, it's a lot of money, but he's Aaron Rodgers, and it probably will end up being a bargain anyway. So where 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 does the, the Kyler Murray urgency come from then? You know, where, where, what's your best guess as to why, you know, this, this um, the scrubbing of the Instagram account happened at all, and then the statement is put out the Monday of Combine Week, and now – you're hearing they want it done by the draft. What is, what is the the urgency? Do you think? Well, I think the I think this started with the angst and frustration from after the season. You know, I'm I would assume those end of the year meetings um, with you know the team personnel where everyone comes in the day after the game is frustrated and you know talks about how to get things better, but also expresses some frustration. I would imagine. After a long season when nerves are frayed, um, that probably started the ball rolling there. Um, so I think that's kind of where this started was, you know, the, the sort of fallout from the end of the season where they did what everyone feared they would do, which was limp to the finish and then lose. Um, but, you know, I think, I think he just wants it. You know, like I haven't been able to figure out any other reason except he believes that he deserves it and just wants it. Um, and, you know, if you're the Cardinals, I mean, you might as, well, as long as you know he's your guy, and I think we can pretty clearly say that he is, you might as well do a deal earlier rather than later because you're going to do it anyway, so do it when the price is a little bit cheaper than it would be. But even it doesn't matter. Either way, it's going to be very expensive. Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show, day after the Combine. So one week from today, the story, do you think, will be what? The big splash, the big... Um, signing that takes one guy from one team to another, what do you think that might be? What's your crystal ball? This is a pretty good free agent class. Um, So today's Monday. So pretty good free agent class, but I'm not sure that um, it's really going to be like the the actual free agents. There's not a ton of like super splashy guys where when they sign, they'll say like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy signed with you. There'll be some news, obviously. But to me, a lot of this still will be about trade. Like, does Russell Wilson go anywhere? Does Jimmy Garoppolo go anywhere? How do the quarterbacks shake out? Does Deshaun Watson get traded? Like, I feel like even with all the, um, you know, like free agent stuff, the free agent signings, I do feel like the quarterbacks will word over all of it. Um, Hopefully it gets shaken out sooner rather than later so I can stop thinking about it because well, it's only been like a year. Right. Um, but I think that's what sort of the big storylines will be. And the uh, quarterback market, how does it affect it by what we just saw at the Combine? Who do you think is 
you know, into Pickett and Willis and maybe even Matt Corral? What do you think about that? So I would say, judging from the, you know, kind of the way the combine was, and, and there's some good quarterbacks, but I think it's safe to say there's no surefire, like, you know, there's no Trevor Lawrence, there's no Zach Wilson where you'll say, I know I can get a quarterback so I don't have to trade for one. My sense is the quarterbacks this year almost won't matter when it comes to the draft, but when it comes to free agency, I should say. So mm-hmm. in other words, no one is going to be able to say, oh, cool, I don't, get to, I don't need to get a quarterback because I'm just going to draft this guy. There's no one that is a surefire, come in, start right away guy in the draft. So everyone is going to have to act as if they are not going to draft a quarterback, get their starter for next year, and then approach the draft and say, okay, should we get one or not? So like someone will sign Mitchell Trubisky probably to start or compete to start and then maybe draft a quarterback as well or something like that. Well, I heard Trubisky's going to get paid so much that they're, that he's the guy. That's what I'm hearing. What do you think? I mean, there was a lot of those rumors in Indy. You don't know where those rumors come from. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think he'll be sort of top free agent on the market. But I don't know that anyone is going into the season being like, yes, we want Trubisky. Okay, we got him. We're good looking for a quarterback. Like I, Now, maybe he makes it that way, and that would be a pretty cool comeback story. Right. But I don't think that's the belief going in. So what what do you think, uh, Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show, what is the Steelers' plan? You know, what, what do you what do you think? What do you think about that one? Um, I think the Steelers' plan is to take a long look at the veterans, and if one makes sense, make a move, whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo or, you know, Trubisky would be a potential name there. Um, and if they don't get the guy they want to go in the draft. Like, I think they're looking at it, you know, they would like to, they would like to be done in the chase for quarterbacks because I know that Kevin Colbert basically has told people that he did not want to retire without getting a, you know, next franchise starter for the Steelers. It's just, this is kind of a weird year. And, and, you know, I don't know who they're going to get that is going to make everyone think like, okay, we're done searching now. Well, it sounds like Malik Willis to me. That's what it sounds like to me, to be honest. I mean, or, you know, Kenny, I mean, Kenny Pickett shares a building with them. They know him extremely well. Um, you know, will he be available think, at 20, though? They'd have to trade up. They'd have to trade up to go get him. 20? Well, I mean, that's going to be an, an interesting storyline to follow because, like, everyone sort of tells me that these the quarterback run will start late in the first round. But, like, I've been doing this long enough. I know what's happened. Right? Like, right. oh, yeah, the quarterbacks are late 20, you know, late 20s. And it's like, well, maybe early 20s. And then if you're going to take him at, let's say the Steelers are going to take him at 20, they're going to go, okay, hang on. Do we need to move up now? Because what if someone else? And then they'll all get drafted earlier than we think. So, you know, might they have to move up to take them? Possible. That's kind of what I've been thinking about. And then there's the mother load, Ian Rappaport. Let's get to it right here, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. The mother load quarterback story isn't Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not. It just isn't, even though he might get paid $50 million, he could wind up in Denver or whatever happens with the Packers. It's TB12, sir. It's TB12. Why? Yeah. What's with the door? What's the door still open? Like he goes on Fred Couples' podcast just as we get to, to Indianapolis, you know, talking oh, about Fred that Couples he's going to get through a little more vacation time. That, that he's, he's sleeping in his old bed, you know, in his old house. And when he gets through all that, then he'll, he'll see where he's at, right? And and then Bruce Arians is it, it just, you know, even though I think that would probably be a, 
uh, a Glazer family decision if Brady says, I want out, I want to come back, but not with you. Or maybe he comes back with them. What is what is going on with Tom Brady right now? What do you think? Well, um, there's two things that are going on. Okay. First of all, I would assume it sounds like this is like so dumb, but this is the way somebody who knows Brady very well described it to me. I guess Brady walks around with a jug of water all the time, mm-hmm. right, to make sure that he's fully hydrated. Sure. And I made the joke to someone who knows him very well and has known him forever. Like, oh, I guess we can retire the jug. And this person looked at me like I was crazy and was like, oh, no, he's still got the jug. Like, he's still in shape. He's still eating well. He's still doing the TB12 method or whatever. And he's still keeping himself hydrated in case. He's still doing all the things that he would do in case he wanted to return. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to come back. I know it is at least possible. And I don't know where the level of possible is, but it is at least possible. I also know that Larry Fitzgerald still has not retired. And even last year when it became clear that he was not going to play for the Arizona Cardinals, he still was like, yeah, we'll see. I'm not retired. Um, you know... Uh, all of that, so like it's like these guys want to keep the door open, hmm. you know. And maybe he's doing some of that too. For what purpose? I, I mean, like they announce he's 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 uh, running lines with Jane Fonda one second, and then the next minute he's got the jug of water and his avocado ice cream, and you know, and and he's still he's still sticking with the plant. Look, I, I didn't expect him to just suddenly just you know go get a bag of jelly beans and just veg out on the couch, but. This sounds like he wants to still play. I'll be very honest with you. This is this is definitely somebody who sounds like he still wants to play. And Arians, his responses when asked about, you know, about <laughs> know. the possibility of letting him go play elsewhere, that, I mean, you could see that really got, I pissed him off. Like, you could see that. You could see I, that. I appreciate Bruce Arians Me too. so much. Right. Because it would be annoying if you, you know, you go all in, you get Brady, you win the Super Bowl, and then if he wants to play somewhere else, like, for B.A. to be like, no, he should play for us or no. Now, I will say this. I've seen all the rumors um, and the kind of reporting on Brady wanting to be in San Francisco, and I've seen, you know, Mike Florio has had some of that. I have not personally corroborated any of that. Now, maybe my sources are not as good. I just, I've had no one tell me that he actually wants to play for San Fran. Well, what about um, Tampa, though? I mean, because clearly we, we their, their quarterback decision may be just, well, we got Gabbard. He knows the system. It's entirely possible that they might shock everybody and go back to Jameis, which, you know, would kind of be a, a bit of a surprise. But what if they just maintain the status quo and uh, suddenly it's June, can. you know, and then and then we, we give Tom a call and say, what do you think? You know? Yeah, I mean, they he would not be the first big time quarterback to decide right around June to start training camp. Yeah, I think I'm just going to play. Um, the other thing is, you know, I would expect them to be looking around and taking a big swing elsewhere anyway, like Deshaun Watson. You know, if I don't think Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson said on the Today Show that he wants to play in the West Coast, so it sounds like no Russ. But you know, I would think they would take a swing at Deshaun Watson if his legal situation clears up. So. I would kind of keep an eye on that as well. And what about last two for you, uh, Wentz and Dave and, Der- and uh, Derek Carr? What do you got for me? I don't believe Derek Carr is going anywhere. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I know teams would like him to go everywhere, anywhere, but I just don't see that happening. Okay. Carson Wentz is like all the other quarterback situations are awesome and fun and fascinating and mind-numbing and all of those things. 
When it's by the most interesting to me, because I have no earthly idea what the Colts are going to do. And I know they want to get better. I know they want to improve upon Carson. I don't know who that's going to be. And I don't know how it makes sense, given the money, to just cut him and then sign, like, Mitchell Trubisky or something. I mean, I guess theoretically they could do it. They could do anything you want. But, like, are we sure that that's better? And are we sure that's worth it considering the money? Like, they're in a very, very, very difficult spot. And unless I'm missing something dramatic, like, I don't see how they get out of it with a clear path toward a franchise quarterback. Man, and Carolina just sticks with Sam Darnold, or they, they, they do something? Because Washington's YOLOing, right? Um, Washington's doing the YOLO plan. They're calling everybody. This is amazing. They're calling everyone. Right. Um, you know, I think Carolina's in the quarterback mix, too. I think Deshaun Watson will probably be in on some level. Well, when is he? When um, are we going to get some sort of – that's that's the literally the fourth time you've mentioned his name. But uh, And and I don't I, – I just when, – when, when does that get, you know – settled or or even solidified or even remotely close in in the area of him being a viable option when does that happen you know uh i think they would like his legal situation to be cleared up and you know there is a possibility that in the next several weeks the criminal matters get decided uh, is he going to be weeks? charged or is he not? it's been it's been yeah. forever um you know, I maybe we'll get to draft time and we'll still be talking about it like we were last year. Right. It's been so long that at some point when we're not talking about Deshaun Watson, it's going to feel very weird to me. Ian Rappaport, thanks for the time. Great to see you uh, in Indianapolis and look for my call again. It's going to be it's going to be pretty busy. So thanks for the time. All right. Always great hanging out on the phone, but more so in person. That's exactly but, uh, right. All right. We'll talk. To Good you. to see you. There Thank you go. That's Ian Rappaport. Who I was sitting next to at dinner last night what did he order steak you offered me some of it too oh, oh nice what did you have a uh, chicken well chicken is this because you're finally getting no because i ate like run? such crap for the uh, three days before yes. what type of chicken breast uh i i you said fried like it was out of the no, question. No, 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 it's not fried. Not fried. No, not fried. I, no, I told you I was eating. I wasn't eating all that great. So oh, yeah. do were fried. you at Elmo's? Definitely not. Not Elmo's. No. No Tony's. No shrimp Tony's. Tony's. Very good. Very good. So you had an Italian. We, I've got an idea for a new, a new uh, um, concept, new, new Uh-oh. segment, or something like that. Got- okay. TB12 heat check. TB12 heat, heat check. check. Just like come if he's back doing that. right. Okay. Um, from a scale of zero to twelve. Okay. Let's okay. See what, let's see what you're doing. Um, zero is doing jello shots at Rita Moreno's house. <laughs> like he's way out. Like he's not even. He's not even. I mean, <laughs> he's not even contemplating the thought of returning. She's ninety. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she may be doing jello. Okay, yeah. so it's doing jello shots at Rita Moreno's house. That's zero, and twelve is. He's back. Back. Absolutely. Ah. That's the heat check. So where are we right now? Like a nine? Uh, no, no, no. No. I'm a, no, no, no. I got, we got a hedge. We got a hedge. We got a hedge. Right now, it's so early. We're six. So we're right six, in the middle. Uh, six and a half is right in the middle, but Ooh. he kind of six or seven. You know, seven is you're on the north side of leaning. He's carrying the water around. 
I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Sleep healthy. Uh, I'll, go, no, I'll go seven. I'll go seven, seven right now. So you're, Ooh, is that you too know, high to start? Is that nudging. too high to start? You're kind of nudging, dude. I never. First of all, yeah, he has an right. opportunity to retire to his own podcast and passes up on it and Instagrams everything out. But he only retires to the Bucks, right? Yeah. Like he slipped his mind that the what's Patriots. Today, and then what's it, today's date? Is so, I'm a full fledged twelve. That's crazy. Talk. You're, not, <laughs> but you're also saying you're also saying that Coach K cuts 12. down the nets in his final game as coach, and he walks off from the sunset, and everyone will still be talking about the way that his last home game went, which may be your wouldn't trade for Giannis type take in the I'll history of this show. <laughs> that may be one of that. That may be his worst take in the history of this show. <laughs> how he ended the first hour. But he, you can't go 12 now. You can't just no, go 12 no, now. No, no. Sorry. 11.9. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's What's like, your heat check? What's your Brady heat check, TJ? What's your Brady heat check right now? Uh, can I be honest with you guys? Uh, I would hope so. I was counting up uh, the votes on our poll that we posted out a second ago, so I kind of missed the last 30 seconds. So it's talking. a TB12 heat check, <laughs> 0 to 12. We're going to do this from now uh-huh. on. Whenever story comes out, like, what's his heat check right now? Zero means he's doing jello shots with Rita Moreno. Yeah, I got that it's like part. no shit. Like he's he's yeah, so far yeah, he's, removed from so even f- thinking about coming and 12 back. Twelve is he's coming. Twelve is yeah. he's coming back. Uh, and Brotman said twelve, right? Yeah. Well, I'm 11, but, but he's also hot taken like his head. Like I don't know what happened. Like he, I, can he, I go halfway and make it a six? Well, I went seven. Six is kind of six is, six is in the right in the middle. Yeah, like because I'm not really sure. Could right? I, I, I had this talk this weekend. It was like. But it's not zero. But you, you know, zero Rich, you always hear the point zero. You always That's hear me. the retired players, and the one thing I hear they constantly, and Chris, I know you hear it too, is the thing that they miss—that camaraderie, yeah. the locker room. If he's I mean, still Giselle's out there doing this in such a high, like at a high level, why would you walk away right now? It just doesn't. Well, it just—he also only knows one way to, you know, live and treat his body and everything like that. So I, I don't. Take it to mean that the reason why that he hasn't, you know, gotten a bag of jelly beans and and sat on the couch and Netflixed and did all yeah, that, that stuff. That would never happen, right? It, it, it's no. just that that's just not his way of doing yeah. it. I'm not taking the fact that he's still doing TB12 that he's thinking of coming back, but his Ian saying somebody who knows him really well says that that is an indication to him. Was this per? I missed that. Was it? I don't know what per. per? I don't think Sword? it didn't Sword? sound Scandinavian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH number to dial. Phone calls when we come back. Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati will be joining us top of hour three. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Terrestrial radio audience, we just. I cannot believe football on a stick costs eighty four dollars. I've literally only lost one Price is Right game that is insane. in this studio. I know that there's inflation in this country right now, but that's ridiculous. Supply chain. Ships is is that a supply chain situation? <laughs> supply chain. Yeah, I'll go get it on my boat for you. All right, Steve in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Let's take your phone call. What's up, Steve? Oh my God. Hey, we're talking about the show. I had a question for you. So. Pop him back on hold. I'm sorry. Tell him, Mike, you, you handle this one. Talk loudly while I take him. <laughs> call. Hold on a minute. Put uh, Dusty on the put Dusty on the phone and then and, and talk to Steve and tell him what's up. What's up, Dusty? Hey, gentlemen. How are you today? What's going on, uh, Dusty? I, Dusty? On my uh, TV uh, meter, I'm going 13. Oh, oh yeah. That's like Coming spinal tap. Yeah. That's like spinal tap. It's one above. You, you know why? Because that's how many points the Tar Heels beat Duke on Saturday. Oh, Boo this man. Boo this man. Totally topical yes. and bring everything together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go. Okay. Listen, guys, Saturday night was absolutely amazing to take K out on a loss. And then Chris Carwell did not even shake hands with Coach Davis after the game. Whoa. Shameful. Mm. Uh, guys, that game was um, incredible. Um, the Duke-North Carolina rivalry is so much fun. And if you don't know about 1974, eight points and 17 seconds, you should look it up. The Hills came back from eight points down with 17 seconds to tie the game, and Walter Davis had a half-court shot and sent it into overtime. Carolina wins in overtime, and it is an historical game. You should check that out. But Saturday night was so much fun. I'm glad Del Tufo showed up for my victory lap today. Love Hills. Okay, thank you, Dusty. Appreciate it. Back him. Duke fan tears were spilled. <laughs> Crying Duke fans. I mean, the, so the shots, the shots of the, the sad, oh, yeah. sad, privileged Duke fans <laughs> in the crowd. I was like a little, it was a little weird for me to see all these like 18 year olds crying because you don't remember Johnny Dawkins. Like, you no. don't remember Christian Car- Leitner throwing the pass to Grant Hill. You don't remember Chris Duhon or Jay Williams Dude, or Shane Battier. Not alive for any of those. No, but it's, but it's their team. Yeah, They're it's, on that's campus. True. It's it their yeah. team. It's more there than mine, so I should shut and up. They, right. and, and they were there for Coach K's final game. I mean, that's, that's as stunk. big as it gets. Yeah. That's as big They're as it the gets. Ones. They were there for Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor. They, what, it's Coach K Court? They camped out. They did They're the camping. The oh, they camp out all the time. By the way, the pre-show to that was so dope. The drone shot going through the tent. And yeah, it, ESPN's oh, coverage was man, terrific. It was, it was amazing. It was great. 96 former 96 Devils. former players. Seinfeld with earplugs. Kyler Murray. What was, was he doing, doing there? there? Uh, Why was he there? Because Why was Seinfeld there? You want to be there for a big yeah. moment, for a well, big moment. Jerry so, Chris, Se- wait Jerry a minute. Seinfeld is not not talking to his head coach. 
So Kyle Murray can't talk to anyone? So he can't go so out. So he can't go can't anywhere? Kyle Murray not talking to his head coach. Boy, he's just... But I'm going to go out. To he's anyone. Anyone. It's a good thing right? I came here yeah, on time. Because if he was going to start the show with these takes... I think radios would have got turned off real quick. You know, I don't know. Oh, the audacity. <laughs> I was actually going to do the whole open as Caliendo doing Rome. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Hey, honestly, <laughs> my take of the epic. Miami Heat, the bubble Miami Heat... Mm-hmm losing the championship yeah. and still not breaking up their team for Giannis is, is one of the worst takes in the history of this show and is easily my worst take ever. And you own it, and I love that. He now is enshrined in that oh, level of take by saying about? that the Duke loss to North Carolina would still be talked about and not overrun by a Coach K Duke Cutting down the nets. Yeah. That's last that's up game there, of man. his last game of his career. Not last, last game. The last game of Walking his career. Off of the he walks off with the, with the net like Judd Nelson in his hand. And, and, right, and, and Breakfast Club fist like, pumping. <laughs> and and now you're going to tell me that no Coach people K are going to go. Judd Nelson in the yeah. Breakfast Club. Don't, don't you forget is more likely to lose in the first round than win a championship. Okay, when, I didn't hear what was that. He's I, just still. He's trying to back more off. More likely to lose in the first round. Not Duke. Then win a championship? Do we ask? Do we ask tell me something, Mister. Who's watched so much college? Who is the favorite? Do we, to hold win on this? a second. Do we ask Desmond Ritter Illinois. about this? Gonzaga, come Providence. up next. Fantastic. <laughs>